It's pronounced Nate D. Gad. Nate the dead gags. Nickety dag. Nate Dijad? It's pronounced Nate Diggity. And here's your host, Nate Dijad. Welcome to an all new episode of It's Pronounced. If you are interested in renewing your auto warranty now, please press 5 now. Or press nine to be removed from our list. Whoa. What was that? <laughs> Welcome to a new episode of It's Pronounced Nate Diggity. I am your host, Nate Diggity. Welcome back. It's been a while again. <laughs> I'm sure at this point everyone's just like, yeah, I know. You say it's going to be bi-weekly. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like you assume it's not going to be that way. It was for a little bit, right? I think so. Very little bit. <laughs> Either way, I'm back. Um, if you've been following along, I'm sure you've noticed that I have been pretty good about getting the issues of Nate Diggity has issues out. I did miss one week, but those have been pretty consistent. Um, didn't get a whole lot of feedback back from the on the road episodes. I got a few. Seems like everyone that said something enjoyed it which I kind of do think I may start doing that every once in a while. If I just get bored and need a, a drive time, I might just grab my mic and just drive around and talk. We'll see. I don't, I don't mind looking kind of weird on the road for you guys. <laughs> Cause that's literally what I was doing. Driving around microphone in my hand, just talking. So I might do that from time to time. Who knows? I might do it this weekend if I get bored enough. But anyway, so it's a new episode. I know everyone's been waiting on bated breath for what's Nikki saying to figure out what she was talking about. I got two people, which I wish we could get some more. I really want more people to answer, but I mean, we did get two answers in. Let me go ahead and play what she said first, and then we'll get into the guesses. So, Nikki, what was it again? What'd you say? Before I launch into this week's clue, let me just say that this was all Nate's fault. If you have any problems, that's on him. He fully encouraged this. Right, here we go. Errol's brother stares at a photo that's like fizzy water on the telly, thinking it's going to turn into the Titanic or something. Alright, so that's what she said originally. So, with that... The guesses that I got, I got to double check because I can't remember off the top of my head. Sorry. <laughs> I should have had my emails pulled up. But that shows you how unprofessional I am at this. <laughs> Still. <laughs> okay. So Mike took his sweet time. And I mean, I guess I can't really say too much, right? He took his sweet time and came up with Captain Ron, which Nikki was just like, I've never even heard of that. So I had to tell her about Captain Ron and Angry Johnny. Oh, yeah. So Angry Johnny went with, man, did I really lose it? 
I'm leaving it. So Angry Johnny went back and forth with a few different answers, but he decided his final answer was Evan Almighty. So that's a good 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 idea of what it was, I guess. Sorta. It's what really happened is a lot of people I say a lot of people, two people, <laughs> the two people that responded got hung up on one word. And I know because that's the only one they could understand was Titanic. So Mike actually sent his translation. No chap your rapids this time. <laughs> but I have a feeling that a real answer is going to really chap all your rapids. So his translation is, all right, here we go. Irav Bra stares at a 40 that's like fizzy while out on the telly hank's gonna turn into the titanic or something <laughs> so that's that's what he heard and got captain ron from that so nikki tell us what exactly you said it's worth repeating that this one was nate's idea so if you have any problems with the answer I'm about to reveal, email him at natediggeddycares at gmail.com and you give him a piece of your mind. Okay. Errol's brother stares at a photo that's like fizzy water on the telly, thinking it's going to turn into the Titanic or something. Earl's brother stares at a painting that looks a lot like television static, thinking he's going to see some kind of boat. It was mole rats. God damn it, Nate! Yep. <laughs> She was talking about mall rats. So good try, Angry Johnny and Mike. Like I said, I feel like after you heard that explained, that's really going to chap your rapids. And like she threw me under the bus, it was my fault that she said Earl's brother because Ethan Supley plays Earl's brother in My Name is Earl and he's Willem in mall rats so i put the two and two together and made it a little bit more difficult so that's exactly why she threw me under the bus that and blamed me for it because it was really my fault for making it more difficult and yeah it just makes more sense right like after you hear it you're like yep that was mall rats <laughs> sorry <laughs> so yeah that was that was a fun one to do um of course we have a new one so nikki What's the next one? What you got for us? Well, chap, my rapids, it's time for the very last comedy clue. Here we go. This absolute beast of man and his mad long rat have got mind some wains because the buds get it firing out of both ends. And she's finally feeling better and the old dear takes her out with a motor and a big man takes a bullet because the wain doesn't understand stranger danger. Alright, let's hear it one more time. Well, chap, my rapids, it's time for the very last comedy clue. Here we go. This absolute beast of man and his mad long rat have got mind some wains because the buds get it firing out of both ends. And she's finally feeling better and the old dear takes her out with a motor and a big man takes a bullet because the wain doesn't understand stranger danger. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> As always, send out your guesses to natediggitycares at gmail.com. Please, please, please respond. Give me something. Like, even if you don't know what it is, guess. I won't ridicule you too much, right? <laughs> I might. I won't. I promise. Just get some guesses in. Uh, NateDiggityCares at gmail.com. If you want to send in your translations, that's always appreciated as well. I know Nikki gets a kick out of them. Um, oh, 
I can't believe I did this. So I completely forgot to do this. We have a new intro for what's Nikki saying. Now, I wanted to put it as the intro this week, but I'll do it next week. So here's the full jam that Angry Johnny did for the intro. So this will be the intro going forward. This time it's just like a special like, hey, check it out kind of thing. But next episode will actually be the intro. So I kind of, he told me about that he was doing this for it. And I told him not to tell Nikki. I wanted it to be a surprise. She still doesn't know until she's listening right now, if she's listening right now. Because I'm not telling her either until she listens. So it'll be a very big surprise for her. So here is what Angry Johnny did for an intro for What's Nikki Saying. That's funny too. So Angry Johnny actually just made a couple harassment memes while I'm recording this. <laughs> so it's funny that I just played that and it's followed up with harassment memes. <laughs> so thank you, Angry Johnny. And I'm sure Nikki's going to love that, which is great. That'll be the intro going forward. And yeah, that's awesome. So I appreciate that. Um, if you ever have anything that you guys want to add or throw in, email me. Honestly, just say, hey, you know, I did this. If you have a drawing or something you want thrown in somewhere, like I'll tweet it. I'll post it Instagram, wherever. I mean, I'll post it wherever. Uh, if you have a song that you want thrown in, let me know. I'll end the episode with your band song or your solo career, whatever. Just let me know. NateDiggityCares at gmail.com. I'm getting better about saying that without messing up. Because I say it really fast. <laughs> so, speaking of Angry Johnny. Speaking of Angry Johnny, we got a question from another member of the Angry family. <laughs> from Angry Jake. He asks, what would happen if Jason Todd and Batman switched places as if Batman was killed? Would Jason become Batman or what? Okay, so great question because obviously Batman has had some very close calls over the years, which surprisingly they haven't really done a whole lot with, you know, killing him off like Marvel has with most of their characters. Um, DC has really only killed off their main character of Superman, but, you know, and that was a huge huge deal at the time but yeah batman i just feel like they would never do that but if they did 
and Jason Todd was to take his place. I feel like I feel like one would be a very violent Batman. So I'm looking at more I'm thinking he would be closer to like the Grim Knight uh from the heavy metal and the metal storylines. Um if you haven't checked those out, definitely do it. It's a pretty fun read. Um, but yeah, so let's do this real quick, just for reference. Jason Todd, his first appearance was Batman three eighty or three eighty, wow, well, three fifty seven. And his first appearance as Robin was three sixty six. Now he did become Red Hood in two thousand five. There was a storyline under the hood, and that's where he became the Red Hood. So one thing, of course, like Batman has never been big on using guns. Um, he usually has just different gadgets and things like that. Now, Grim Knight obviously just deals with guns. <laughs> so that's the reason I kind of feel like, I honestly feel like Grim Knight w is Jason Todd as Batman. Now, obviously in the comics, that's not really what it is. But I do feel like he would be a much more violent version of Batman instead of, you know, subduing villains. I honestly feel like he might be closer to just wiping them out instead of putting them in Arkham just to let them get released and to catch them again and put them in Arkham and back and forth. Um, and then getting them in the black gate and letting them out. Like it's just <laughs> to a point, it's just like, do they just realize that their villains are just going to keep getting out. It's like, come on guys. <laughs> like at least with Marvel, there's like new villains that come out and cool ways that they're getting out. But it's just like, like Joker, for instance, like obviously Batman's classic villain, but how's he just always get out? <laughs> so I feel like one Jason Todd as Batman would make sure that that just did not happen anymore. Like, if he didn't go straight to wiping them out, I'll say, then he would make sure that there's a way that they're not going to be able to get back out of Arkham or Blackgate ever again. Um, <laughs> I would definitely say he would be more prone to have guns, though, because Red Hood, as you know, if you read it, he's pretty gun heavy. Like He'll have his guns with him obviously unlike Batman. So Jason Todd as Batman would definitely carry guns. I feel like he would probably use some of the gadgets, but he wouldn't rely on them as much. And I honestly feel he might actually be more acrobatic than Bruce Wayne Batman. I mean, obviously the huge difference would be the guns. I'm just going to say that right now. Huge difference. Now, costume-wise, I would hope because this is I'm 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 thinking it as he goes from Red Hood to Batman. That's the way I'm seeing it in my head. So I'm a, I'm a big fan of like the character design of Red Hood, like his helmet and everything like that. So what I would hope is that he takes the Red Hood a helmet and forms it into a cowl. So he might not keep it red. I mean, it would be cool if he did and just added the the ears. That would be sweet. 
if he didn't, if he would just, you know, paint that black and put the ears on it, make it a Batman cow, leave the mouth covered and everything, I feel like that would be a really cool character design um, on top of everything, honestly. Um, yeah, I mean, I just feel like that would be a really, I mean, again, character design-wise would be a really cool Batman a red hood Batman be really sweet. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the way I see it. Like, I feel like it could work. It would be a, a much more violent Batman, um, more prone to use guns. Like I was mentioning. And I mean, if it turned into a grim night situation, I mean, it wouldn't be the worst thing. I mean, <laughs> if again, if you read the grim night, you'll, you know that he's just loaded with guns. I don't see, Jason Todd going that crazy and having that many, but I mean, who knows, you know, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's the way I would see it playing out. I think that it'd be pretty cool. Again, I mean, that character design alone would be sweet. Imagine that red hood helmet with ears. Um, but again, I just don't know if he would, if he would make it all black or go or keep it red. I just don't know. But yeah, honestly, that's a great question, Angry Jake. I always like, I, li I like the what if storylines. I know if you've listened before, like I love what ifs. So that's a huge what if for the DC universe and a fun one, I think. I think that Jason Todd would be a good Batman if it ever came down to it. I just don't know. Who knows if DC will actually ever do anything like that? Like, I just feel like, I mean, I know they've had storylines where, um, like Flashpoint, for instance, where, you know, it ended up being Bruce that died when they were attacked outside the theater. Bruce died and his dad actually took up the mantle of Batman. So there's that point. But again, that was just a storyline. And I know there's different Earths that they have out there as well that have the different Batman. But, you know, this Earth is the one where Bruce Wayne is Batman. And I just, I would love for them to play with it more, honestly. But for some reason, DC is very protective. Especially, I would say, more protective of Batman than Superman, to be completely honest anymore. Because used to, it would be Superman that DC was very prone to protect and you know made sure nothing changed but i feel batman has taken taken the reins on that one honestly so yeah that's the way i would see that playing out so i'm sure everyone is really curious on where i've been this whole time right because obviously those on the road with nate diggities were kind of old ish I think they were from March. So obviously a lot has happened since then. <laughs> um, one big thing that happened is I actually did travel. Um, now I know you're probably thinking, you know, why would you travel through this pandemic and all that good stuff? So I was halfway vaccinated. Um, I got my first shot. And again, thanks to Mike for 
you know, looking and all that up. He was I was actually at work one day and he kind of was digging up and trying to find where I could get it. I think I mentioned that before, but um, that's what happened. He actually found a semi-local Walgreens <laughs> that I could go to. Um, I had to go to Fort Worth for it, but I got halfway vaccinated and then I actually flew to one of my favorite cities, Chicago, and met up with my friend Carrie and we drove, well, we were supposed to drive up to Oshkosh, Wisconsin, um, but things happened. <laughs> she ended up driving up with the Major World Order guys, MWO, and what happened to me is, okay, so day of, it was, yeah, Friday, April 16th. So, originally supposed to fly up on Thursday, but I'm going to throw her under the bus. I don't know if she still listens or not. But if you do, Carrie, I'm throwing you under the bus this time since I got thrown under the bus with the major brothers. Um, <laughs> so, I was originally going to fly out on that Thursday and stay in Chicago and then drive up on that Friday. Because Friday was... Uh, the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast Live 7 show um, in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. So, found out that Carrie booked the wrong day for her flight. So, she was supposed to do it on Thursday as well, but she actually booked it on Friday. So, what I did, I went ahead and just changed it because we were already planning to drive up from Chicago and go to Oshkosh from there together so she did that i i switched my flight to friday because it was going to be free for me and she's gonna have to pay quite a bit to make changes so i'm not gonna do that i just did it because it was free for me so i switched it and my flight was i believe it was 7 a.m yeah 7 a.m 7 or something like that or just right after 7 so I was doing the calculations and realized that taking an Uber or parking my car at the airport would be about the same price. So I was like, yeah, that's just dumb because then I'd have to possibly Uber back or if I could get Michelle to, you know, pick me up, whatever. So went ahead and I was I went to 7-Eleven to get some gas and go figure I locked my keys in my car before I even got gas. Go figure. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and luckily like I have roadside assistance. So I called them up. Um, I had to set it up through the app to get roadside assistance to come help unlock my door. And I've done this before. And even at the same 7-Eleven, I've had to have roadside assistance come unlock my door before. So I'm waiting. It's five, like 5.06 a.m. When I set it all up, they say somebody will be there by, I think it said 5.50 that somebody would be there. So I'm waiting outside in the cold. It was kind of misty. Not too bad, but it was cold. And at 5.40, I think 5.42, I get a notification that they canceled my appointment even though they said they were almost there so i call them up they say oh sorry about that 
we didn't have anybody with the right tools to do it. So I don't know why they didn't give me a heads up beforehand because now I'm really stressing out. <laughs> At that point, I called, yeah, I called the local police, the non-emergency line, and just asked if there was any way that they could help me out. They said the only way they do it is basically if there's a baby in there and then they'll break the window. And I told them, no, there's no baby and please do not break my windows. <laughs> so they transferred me to a local towing company to do it. And they said with the towing company, they said it would be about 30 minutes. So at this point, I think I got to them. I think I got off the phone with them at 546 because it was pretty quick. Like I was very on the ball to make sure this got taken care of because, again, I had a flight to catch. And personally, when I fly, I like to make sure I have plenty of time. So having to run anywhere was already kind of stressing me out just thinking about having to do that because basically at the point, if they got there in 30 minutes, I would have to have it unlocked and just get on the road. And that was it and then I'd even then be pushing it so I'm waiting and I give it they said well no I think they said about give it 15 20 minutes so I gave it I actually gave them 30 minutes and I hadn't heard from anyone so I called them up and they said sorry they had to go some they had to run to another stop but they should be there in about 10 minutes so while I was waiting that time, I went ahead and opened the handy dandy app to see about changing my flight time. And thankfully I was still able to change it again for free, surprisingly, which was very helpful. Let me just say that I'm, I'm happy I fly Southwest. Like I'm strictly Southwest flyer. I've never flown any other, um, airlines, but this made me just thank Southwest to keep going with them. And so I switched it. I think I switched it to like 1030 to where I could still get there to Chicago in time to drive up and all that good stuff and still have a little bit of time before the show started that night. Uh, didn't get to do anything in Chicago like I was planning on <laughs> before driving up. But um, so got my car, went home for a little bit and then got a ride to the airport so I didn't end up having to pay anything. Thank you, Michelle, for that. Didn't have to pay anything for the Uber or the parking. So get on the flight, mask on the flight, obviously, not a big deal. And got to Chicago, hopped on the the bus to go pick up my rental car. Everything's smooth. Got my rental car key. Wait, no, I didn't. They said go to this specific uh, parking space. That's where your car is. So I was like, perfect, cool. I get there and there's someone in the car and I was like, what? So I asked, I was like, Hey, this is my car. And she goes, this is the car that I was given to. <laughs> so go figure that of course, everything's going wrong. This is going on. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I, we both go in and she's apparently in the area and she was just wanting to just drive home and go home. 
and I I had about an hour and a half, two hour drive ahead of me, two and a half hour, something. And so while we were waiting, she was just like, well, here, you can just have this one. I'll get a different one. So she was probably going to get a, a sweeter upgrade, I'm sure, which not a big deal for me. I just need to, I need four wheels to get somewhere. Um, it was a nice little car. Can't remember what it was off the top of my head right now, but it was, it was a nice one. I think, um, uh, it's whatever my mom drives actually, but like a newer model, which was weird. Um, but it was cool. Got my phone hooked up to it and all that good stuff. Got some jams going and was, uh, driving out of the parking garage and another thing happened. <laughs> Um, I held my driver's license up and they were like, well, that's not the number or that's not the name we have for this car. So that went back to how they just gave the car to two different people. And then they double checked and like, okay, yeah, you're good to go and left. So <laughs> what's funny is when I was locked out, <laughs> I did tweet about being locked out and I'm trying to find it real quick. <laughs> When I got locked out, so this is the one I made. Flight at 7, locked my keys in my car at 5.06, waited for roadside assistance until 5.42, and they canceled my appointment. I'm more than ready to get to Oshkosh and hang with Dylan Postel, a.k.a. Hornswoggle, Myers Wrestling, a.k.a. Brian Myers, Kurt Hawkins, formerly Kurt Hawkins, uh, the Matt Cardona, a.k.a. Zach Ryder, and everyone at Life 7. <laughs> Cardona replied, best wishes. <laughs> um, That was great. It was a nice little, like, hey, that's rough. <laughs> so, yeah, after the I got out of the parking garage, everything was smooth, drove up to Wisconsin, um, didn't really have anything to eat on the drive because I was too worried about dropping something in the car and things like that. And yeah, <laughs> so I got up to Wisconsin, I grabbed a little snack and then went to live seven. It was awesome. After the show, they did a meet and greet for the VIPs. Thankfully I was one of the VIPs. So I got to do the meet and greet while I was in line. Uh, smart Mark Sterling saw that I was in line and yelled, bacon night, you made it. <laughs> Cause he knew he could, he knew the whole story had gotten around thanks to Carrie and, and that tweet, I'm sure that helped get it around too, that I was just having a rough time getting there, <laughs> but I made it, had an awesome time. I uh, met some great people up there. Um, after that, uh, Carrie and I, we actually met up to drive back down. She didn't have to go with anyone else that time. So we were driving back. We stopped at the Mars Cheese Castle, which was a lot of fun. I wish I'd gotten some more cheese than I did, but I was running out of space in my luggage. I got some smoked mozzarella. That was great. <laughs> uh, oh, I forgot. So after Live 7, there was actually a wrestling con with live wrestling as well. Uh, Kevin Nash was there. I was in line to meet him. I was in line for about two hours, hour and a half to two hours. And then they cut the line up without telling anybody. And I mean, they cut it off way ahead of where I was. So that was great. I stood there for a long time for nothing. <laughs> uh, but 
overall, it was a great experience. It was fun watching live wrestling again. Uh, it was Matt Cardona's first indie show, uh, which is, I think, a pretty big deal, honestly. Um, but, you know, seeing the all the people, the locals, really, because it is a local show. So Oshkosh is um, Dylan Postel's hometown. So like I said earlier, a.k.a. Hornswoggle, you might know him from WWE. Uh, Vince McMahon's son, quote unquote. <laughs> um, he is part of the ACW up there. So that's their local wrestling promotion. And I mean, honestly, they have some really good, you know, performers up there. Like there's some good wrestlers up there. And I was really impressed. I didn't know what I was going to, you know, be seeing, of course. But I mean, it was, it was really good. Um, it was funny seeing, uh, boogeyman bring out all his worms, <laughs> freaking people out, of course, but overall, I mean, it was a great show. I really appreciated, you know, having the chance to see it again as it's been a while. The last live wrestling show was actually the AEW pay-per-view in Chicago. The last live pay-per-view, uh, in front of people right before the pandemic hit. So I was lucky enough to see that, but yeah, seeing ACW live was really, really cool. The, the locals, I mean, they are into it. Let me tell you, like they are into it. <laughs> it was really cool. Uh, so yeah, if you're in the Wisconsin area, if you see an ACW show, I 100% support going and checking them out. Um, like I said, they have some great talent up there. Um, but yeah, so I got to meet all them. Um, the night, which night was it? One of the nights, we ended up uh, singing "Happy Birthday" to Brian Myers. It was his birthday in like a couple of days, and he didn't even realize that it was his birthday <laughs> until we started singing. So that was cool. Um, after that, I mean, really, I just got back and I've been working ever since. Um, crazy little things have happened here and there. Made a couple matches on Tinder, and one ended up being a scammer. Um, one and the other ended up being an escort. <laughs> so I know this it was a scammer because they got to where before we met, they wanted to make sure I was safe, and by doing that, they sent me to a website. Which I didn't go to the website. I'm just saying this right now. They gave me a link to go to a website to put my credit card information in. Um, I'm not an idiot, so I didn't do that. Um, <laughs> and the other reason, the other one that was an escort, and the only reason I know was an escort is because she gave me a price list, and I was like, whoa, no. <laughs> so that was um, something special. <laughs> so, yeah. It's it's been a while and I mean I've been up to quite a bit here and there. Um I was going to go to Red Bank, but I had my second vaccination shot was like a couple days right before I was going to go up there and plus just going to Wisconsin and everything um cost a little bit more than I was expecting, so that kind of took me down cuz I didn't have anyone to share the hotel room with in New Jersey, so it's going to be a little pricey. Um, but the main reason was because I was just kind of worried that I might be sick after the second shot 
and didn't want to risk it. Um, I was sick right after the second shot, though. I will say that. It was that day after was pretty rough. Um, I had to work, but I was working from home still, so it was just a bunch of meetings where I was just really groggy and just not feeling well. Um, had the whole fever and uh, body aches and pains all day. Um, but next day I woke up like nothing had happened. So that would part was fine. <laughs> and yeah, I think that's about it. I mean, I've been really just home pretty much since then. And I'm planning another trip up to Arkansas soon. So when I do that, I probably will, you know, do what I did before, just have the mic with me and kind of talk along. Uh, my birthday's coming up soon. Um, I actually went to the comic shop today to pick up some new books. And on the rack behind the counter, I found my birthday present to myself. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I'll go ahead and say it. It's Amazing Spider-Man number four. That's right, number four. Uh, so the original run, and it's the first appearance of Sandman. The only reason it's coming home with me is because it's not in the best condition and it's more affordable that way. <laughs> so when I saw it, I was just like, no way. Like I saw the price and I thought there's no way it's that low. And yeah, I mean, it is. And the guy handed it to me. He's like, yeah, it's, it's rough. And I was like, yeah, but it's affordable. So, um, I'm having them, I had them put it on hold. I get paid on Friday so I'm going to go back on Friday and pick it up because he was very hesitant on even um, putting it on hold for me at first, which I was kind of bummed to, to have that because I was just like, you know, I'm here regular. Like, I come and buy things all the time. But he wasn't the, the owner, so I feel the hesitation. I get that. Um, but he said, you know, are you sure you're going to come and get it? And I said, yes, I will be here Friday, and I will get this. So that's going to be my birthday present to myself. This year is Amazing Spider-Man number four. Um, I'm known for being kind of extravagant sometimes with my own birthday present. I did get myself Avengers number one um, for my birthday years back. I did have to sell some guitars um, and some other things to pay it off. <laughs> but I think in the long run it's worth it. I still have it. It's signed by Stan Lee. I got it signed by Stan Lee at one of the worst cons ever to be put on. Um, maybe I'll go into that some other time. Um, or even right now. Why not? It's I don't have a whole lot to say because I wasn't a part of the worst parts. Um, so it was Marvelous Nerd Year's Eve. So, okay. Decent name. And, of course, they threw Marvelous in because Stan Lee was going to be there. It wasn't too bad. They had like two floors of, you know, vendors and it's mostly vendors. I think there were, a few, there were some artists. I don't know if there, I can't remember if there were any other writers though. I'm sure there were. Um, Ming Chen was there, of course. Brian, that was the one Brian Johnson was supposed to be at if you're a, I tell him Steve Dave fan, that's the one that Brian Johnson was supposed to be at in Dallas, but skipped. So that was that year. 
I think there were, I think Brian O'Halloran was there. Yeah, they had a clerk's reunion there. So, yeah, Brian O'Halloran was there, uh, Scott Schiaffo and Marilyn Gigliotti. They were all there for a clerk's reunion. And I think they ended up having a roast of Stanley. I missed that one. But what happened, and this is what made it one of the worst ones, is the, like, guests. So I know at least one of the artists I talked to this happened to where the promoter didn't pay up at the hotel that they were all staying at, and they all got locked out. That's right. They got locked out of their hotel rooms because of the promoter. Um, I don't, I can't remember right off the top of my head because it's been a few years. I can't remember what happened and how long they were locked out, but they finally were able to get back in. Um, but apparently that promoter just kind of flaked on a lot of stuff. So a lot of people that were attending as guests, we're not very happy. <laughs> I remember Stan actually showed up kind of late the day, the first day. Cause I think I went the first day and he showed up really late. Like everyone was waiting in line and waiting around for him to show up. And then he finally did. And it was, it was late. I can't remember how late again, it's been a few years, but yeah, it was a pretty rough con to be honest, but oh, well, I got my Avengers number one sign there, so that's all that matters. <laughs> I have fond memories of that con. <laughs> Unlike some others. I wouldn't say they would call them fond memories at all. So, yeah. Um, what else have I been up to? I guess that's really it. I know while I've been recording and while I've been kind of in between recording, because I've been taking breaks here and there to do different things. People were mentioning some merch. So I have been thinking about doing some merch. I want to do, uh, I have a site set up. I actually did that when I hit 2,000 listens that I was going to announce that there was a merch site. Right now there's only one thing on there. Like I'm trying to whittle down some other things. There's definitely going to be some Chapier Rapids merch there'll be some ish merch for those that know that i <laughs> that it's a uh, new episode will be out tomorrow ish or next week ish so trying to figure that out i have a couple designs that i'm tweaking and the cool thing is the site that i'm using makes it to where you can choose what you want the designs to be on so if you wanted a shirt you can get a shirt hat uh, mug all sorts of stuff so it'll make things easier and it's more like made on demand so it's not like you're waiting for me because if you were you're getting in 2033 right nikki <laughs> so yeah i'm working on that that was gonna be a big reveal um when i hit 2000 listens which i did um the pod has hit over 2000 listens I'm going to check right now while we're, while I'm recording. Let's see where we're at. Listen wise. I'm going to try and keep talking so there's not any dead air because who loves dead air? No one. <laughs> yeah. So total we have 2,317 plays, 
which is pretty incredible. One thing I think is cool is all the different countries that have listened. So between January 2020 and today, well, I guess technically yesterday it's showing, the U.S. is number one, the U.K. is number two, Australia is number three. This one threw me off. Belgium is number four in the countries that have listened. <laughs> that's that's cool. Canada, number five. Ireland, number six. Costa Rica, number seven. Russian Federation, number eight. Germany, number nine. Spain, number 10. Pakistan, number 11. Kuwait, number 12. Indonesia, number 13. The Netherlands, number 14. Brazil, number 15. The Syrian Arab Republic, number 16. And Sweden, number 17. Now, I got to get on to Kat because she's over in Sweden and she's only listened to one episode. Mm-hmm. I'll check with her on that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, those are pretty much... Pakistan through Sweden are all just one listen, but I'll count it. I mean, it's there, so that's pretty cool. I don't know anybody that's over there, but hey, if you're listening, you can email me. Hit me up. Let me know how you found me, and if you even like it. I mean, apparently not, since you only listen to one episode, but hey, whatever. (laughs) So, yeah, that's what's been going on. Once I get... Uh, the merch site really going, I'll do a real official announcement (laughs) and that way you can get something. And yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, like if you have anything, um, this is where kind of the art comes in. If you have any art that you want thrown in, you know, Nate Diggity related, send it to me. Um, it might end up being a shirt or a sticker or something. (laughs) Right now, I'm thinking Nikki has, I think, a couple designs. I have had made two that are pretty similar, but I've I've gotten two made from a tattoo artist in the UK. And... Angry Johnny. I have a couple designs that I'm using from him. So, yeah. Send stuff. I would love to see it. Um, I'll post it. I'll maybe throw it on my merch site. You know, if if I even make a profit, maybe I'll split it with you. <laughs> or maybe I'll just buy the design right off for you, from you. For you? I'll buy the design off from for you. What? Jeez. I'll just buy the design. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> so, yeah, let me know what you got. And, yeah, let's let's do some things. Let's get some things going, right? So, yeah, hope everyone's doing well. Um, again, sorry it's taking so long to get a new episode out, but I definitely hope this one finds you well. And, yeah, until next time, um, don't get any issues because that's, that's the other one. So, until next time. I don't know, just do things. (laughs) Now, I meant to say this earlier. So one of the reasons I've been really bad about recording is 
some of you already saw, but I am addicted to watching The Price is Right on Pluto TV. Pluto TV is great. This is not sponsored. If they want to sponsor me, they can. I'll be a huge sponsor for them. But Pluto TV is great. Um, I was really just watching Hell's Kitchen all the time because basically they have all the seasons running in order all day long. Um, so I would just, whenever I felt like watching TV, I would just turn it on. And like if I couldn't figure it out, just turn it on and just be watching Hell's Kitchen and pick up wherever. Unless it was a season I didn't like or some people that annoyed me on the season, I would find something else. Um, but I recently saw that they had a Price is Right channel and started watching it the other day. And they go in order as well. And it started with 1981. <laughs> So it's been a lot of fun watching, but I feel like I've been putting way too much time into watching The Price is Right, to be completely honest. So you can blame Pluto TV for that, but also check Pluto TV out because it's great. Um, today I was actually watching some of the music channels they have. So they have 70s. I think they have 70s. I could be wrong. They have 80s, 90s, and 2000s to where they're just playing videos from each one now i will say one thing that annoyed me because i was kind of jumping between them is savage garden was on the 2000s and the 90s and i only know that because i was on one channel and there's a video i didn't care for so i switched to the other and i saw it twice within like 10 minutes and I know they're not playing them back-to-back -back that quick. So, yeah, it was probably actually less than 10 minutes. It was like maybe a video between each one. So I saw it twice just within 10 minutes or so. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, if you haven't downloaded Pluto TV on your smart TV, I recommend it. It's free, and there's just so much on there to watch. And it's one of those things where if you just don't know what to watch, and one, like if you don't have cable – that's a good way to go because it's it's basically like cable. Like, you know, it has programs going all the time. There's commercials. Um, but there are channels that are specific to it. Um, the suspense one is pretty good, too. They have, um, I think it's called Killer Instinct with Chris Hansen. That one's pretty good. It's one of those, of course, crime shows where you're stuck watching it the whole hour or you feel like you're going to miss something. So you have that FOMO of, you know, skipping it. <laughs> so that's another reason it's been so long is because I feel like it's been because of Price is Right and on Pluto TV. So sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I would definitely recommend Pluto TV to anyone out there that has a smart TV and internet access, of course, because you got to have that. But yeah, download Pluto TV. Enjoy all the free channels they have on there. They're good. So, okay. Now I'm really going to wrap this up. Um, hopefully there'll be another episode here soon. If not, at least you have this one, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, get your guesses for what's Nikki saying to me. Um, get your, um, uh, it's pronounced Nate Diggity. Forgot the name of the show there for a minute. Uh, it's pronounced Nate Diggity Art and Designs over to me. Um, if you have a band you want to, you know, have played at the end, let me know. Um, I know we had Sammy Constantine at one point. I'm sure she would be fine if I played another one of them. Um, but yeah, hit me up. Let me know. Uh, NateDiggityCares at gmail.com. 
And yeah, have a good one.